The ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Did you motorboat, you motorboating son of a bitch? And Paula. Hats off to you, miss, for shaving your snatch. Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. This is episode 82. No UG. No, no UG this week. What? Why? Because because Paula isn't with us today. Paula is not as sturdy as I am. She needs mental breaks. So we're giving her the week off to attend to some vacation issues. You know, she's just, she needs to go sit on a beach and drink some vodka and soda, gluten-free vodka and soda, and uh, take a little bit of a break, which is fine with us because this gives our listeners the opportunity to learn a little bit more about our producer. Producer Deb is with us today. Would you call it an opportunity for them to get to know me, or is it more like a punishment? I am not going to interrogate you. I'm a, I'm actually more concerned I selfishly. I do not believe you. <laughs> I am selfishly more concerned about the product that we will be putting out this weekend. I'm a little worried that it won't be as dazzling as it normally is. Well, of course we'll, not. I mean, you're the we'll uh, I can tell you one thing. It won't be, it won't be three hours long. No, which means it shouldn't take you nine hours to edit it, right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Mr. Anal, whatever. <laughs> so I am In a little concerned that it won't be funny, but you know what? That's okay. Paulette is well-deserving of a vacation. Everybody is well-deserving of vacation. So we're going to wish her well. And so last weekend, we put out our mini episode, episode 81, because you uh, work for, well, it's not Clear Channel anymore, actually. It's I Heart. Media. Media? Mm-hmm. iHeart Media, and they had their big, huge iHeart Radio Music Festival in Las Vegas, and you were selected, chosen, golden boy to go and shop around the VIP clients that the company has in the country from everywhere, and you were lucky enough to go <laughs> and spend the week, the week actually, in Vegas. And so we did a quick one just to, you know, just to let everybody know you were going and that I was lucky and I got to go too. And that was why it came out so early, because we were trying to make the timing so that if you were listening, you would know way before, like when we were actually there. Yeah. And it was uh, a trip to remember for sure. Yeah, it was really fun. And so you left on Thursday. I did. And you had a lot of downtime actually before the work, the real work started and you were able to enjoy a little bit of Vegas. I don't want to hear about any of your shenanigans but you didn't lose any of our money we're still on the red so that's good yeah i um as it turns out doing your radio voice i I, I am you're doing your radio voice i can't even do it because i'm not a radio voice but you totally have this radio voice this is off to a tremendous you're like you're like welcome to the alex knight whatever your shift name was our 
I can't even do it. I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's one. I'm going to count how many times you mock slash try to impersonate me during this uh, next 12, the next 12 minutes of this show, because clearly that's all it's going to go for. Yada, yada, yada. You had a lot of downtime. (laughs) So let's get back to me. Fine. So Friday. Okay. So here's the thing. Thursday, you were there, blah, 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 boring. And then Friday, I started. If you don't want to hear about the girl with the big boobs, that's fine. I did. I knew about the big boob girl. You did? I know everything. Who told you this? I'm not telling you who told me. You don't know. Yes, I do. It was Sarah. Actually, did I she, don't know what you're, did she I don't sh- know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. I can tell you, though. You don't care. Okay. You know did what? You, you don't motorboater? Care. Did you motorboat, you motorboating son of a bitch? <laughs> no, I did not. What did you do? No, there was nothing, actually. I didn't see her at first. So we were at the bar with some of the managers. And apparently behind me, because it was that uh, Javier's, it was uh, Javier's and the Aria. So it was that Mexican place with the big okay. circular bar. Yes. So I didn't see, but apparently there were like three guys behind me, all kind of hitting on this one girl who had a really strong chance of being a professional. Oh, all right. But I, I was turned. I was the last in the row, so I was turned in the other direction and didn't and didn't see her. <laughs> and so, and so, all that we're all talking about. Blah, 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 all of a sudden, uh, Sarah, who is a former boss and now a, another colleague of mine, starts taking pictures of me. And what? I'm like, why? Why are you? I was like, I thought I was just like cheese trying to take a picture. What I didn't realize behind me was this very large-breasted woman uh, leaning over and. Pretty like half a nip, easy per- behind you, yes. like, like like practically well, on you. No, 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 like like probably like ten feet away down the bar, but because the bar was curved, it looked like she was behind me. Right. <gasps> I want to see these photos. And so she was trying to, but it was dark, and so she's like, <sighs> she's like, damn it. And then I turned around and and I saw what she was trying to do, and I put my hands on my face, like I turned back at the camera and put my hands over my eyes like that, yes. and she took that picture. Oh, well, so, how, how come I haven't seen any of these I, photos? I, I don't know. I've never even seen the photo. I just know she took the picture. But it struck me as that uh, kind of picture she was going to hold for later. Oh, my so, God. That's so hilarious. Yeah, no, so, no one anyway. told me, but I know you really well. And yeah, I'm I surprised your fake boob radar didn't go off and you were immediately right? going. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, well, come on. Because that's totally what yeah. you would want to do. Because I have Anyways, options. So, well, don't we all? <laughs> so I am not a good flyer. As you know. Yes. And so I had been mentally preparing to fly this lengthy hour and 12 minute flight for like three weeks because I was so nervous because I I knew that it wasn't long enough for me to get hammered because I have to be able to function and not pass out and sleep the whole day away because we had a bunch of stuff going on the night that I got there. So I was up late watching an incredibly depressing movie and packing. (laughs) I was watching the Dallas Buyers Club. That is one of the most depressing movies I've ever seen. There's nothing happy about it at all. Horribly depressing, (laughs) which is why I only like watching comedies when I go to the movies and stuff. I don't like being depressed. So I went to bed at like 1.30 in the morning on Friday because, or, you know, I guess Saturday morning. I, I was really just anxious and I was so unsure of my wardrobe choices that I just kept switching out and you felt how heavy my my suitcase was for my 12-hour stay it was like I had like seven options with me four pairs of shoes the whole thing so I wake up when my alarm goes off on Saturday morning at seven because I need to shower and then pack all of my toiletries and check again to make sure that the the outfits that I have chosen were the ones that I would be actually bringing with me 
And I was so tired. I said, you know what? Nah, I slept. I fell asleep and then really fell asleep and woke up at like 8.15. My flight was at like 11.15. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. So I got up, got ready. You called me and texted me incessantly the entire morning going, I can't wait for you to come. I'm like, leave me alone. I'm late. I know you don't believe me, but I'm really fucking late. And so finally you left me alone. I was so tired that by the time I got to the airport, I got to the gate at like 11.12 and my flight was supposed to take off at 11.15. Delayed. Thank God. for you. Yeah. It was delayed because I would have been sitting in the lavatory. I mean, there's no way I would have had a seat. Yeah. So I was really grateful. But that means I was stone sober for the mm. entire flight. Not a good thing. Not good. <laughs> Not good. And on top of it, well, so I did get, I got my, I was an A boarder. So I got on, you know, I got a window seat. It was great. I was sitting next to this little techie dude on the aisle you know it was nice and quiet it was wonderful and then we get the attention passengers just to let you know this is a booked flight there will not be one seat left so make friends with your neighbors Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay well there was no one in between us yet so we were we were good so far then this dude who he was bigger than the other dude decides to come in and sit down next to us now he's wearing a giant's shirt and he's wearing you know cargos and he's clean looking so i was like all right well so he's like yeah can i sit down so he sits down and he immediately starts chatting me up hey how you doing going to vegas all right and at some point he turns and he sees my wedding ring and all of a sudden i cease to exist i no longer am an option (laughs) so he literally physically turns around and starts chatting it up with this poor tech guy who probably weighs 115 pounds soaking wet and suddenly, by the time we land, they have made plans to meet for cocktails, to go to Spearmint Rhino. They're going to go and do it up right. Nice. And I'm like, what the hell? And this guy is, <laughs> he was an attorney. He knew everything about everything. Oh, he no. did not take a breath. I mean, you think I talk a lot? This person did not stop talking for one hour and 15 minutes. Okay. Not once. Even when we landed and were waiting to get out of the plane. So it was unfortunate. I also had an interesting passenger. Oh my God, that's right. So uh, this was on Thursday when I was flying out, also by myself, although I have flown much more frequently than you and I'm, I'm not that bad. Although my flight was also delayed, so I was two Bloody Marys in. So I sat down and then uh, it seemed like a pretty ordinary lady sat in, in the aisle, uh, very much like you. There was no one in the middle at this point. And I wasn't really paying attention. I was just playing on my phone. And, and then uh, somebody comes in very late and uh, she sits in the middle of us. And again, I'm on my phone messing around before it taxis out. And uh, she sits down and I look left and see nothing but tits. Not breasts. Not breasts. They were, Tits. well, because they weren't real. Okay. <laughs> so, were they, were, were she, was she 10? Yes. Perfectly yes. so, as in, as in painted. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, white tank top. But uh, honestly, the way she was dressed at first, <laughs> I thought else? she was, I thought she was, was she in her Hooters uniform. What I brand she was in a, <laughs> of jeans was she wearing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't believe you. Anyway. Was so, she wearing a necklace? I, I don't know. Did she have fingernails on? I, I bet you know every detail. I realize that this show is about you. But it just is. give me like 20 seconds to tell this story. Well, you're I describing know you're making everything. You're describing her. So I just wanted to know how much you really remember. Were her nipples hard? Got it. Okay. So the uh, now known as porn star passenger was sitting next to me. And the reason I know that she was a porn star, there are two two reasons, actually. One is that when she opened up her iPad, 
her wallpaper, the background on her iPad, was her completely naked. So um, you saw her cooch? Yeah. Yeah, wow. her whole thing. It was very exciting. Luckily, not. I didn't see that on this attorney because he was kind of hairy. Yeah, not not good. Well, it was funny because as soon as she realized it, like all of a sudden she's discreet. She's like covering it. <laughs> I've so been she like, can... you know what? Save it, honey. I'm sure I'm not the first person to see your crotch. So she literally puts blinders over the iPad so nobody can Whatever. see it. So she can pick the app and open an app so she doesn't have this background showing. Then well, don't have that as your background, and... whore. God. That is exactly my point. The other, well, and okay, so at this point, she may just be like a, not like a porn star per se. She may be a Playboy hustler, you know, photograph. Like, I didn't know, right? So. Mm -hmm. Stripper. Apparently, the woman that was sitting on the aisle now did see this also and decides that she's going to engage in full on conversation and ask her about what she does. And so. So what does she do? Did you overhear? Oh, yeah. She was absolutely a porn star. I mean, she used to be a dancer. (gasps) Okay. So you and I actually had this discussion Mm -hmm. when I arrived in Vegas stone sober. Yes. And it was like 110 degrees. Mm Mm-hmm. You were telling me about your your interaction, and I asked you. I well, I mean, I interrogated you because, and not sure. in a jealous way. I wanted sure. to know who she was, what her name was. Why didn't you ask her more questions about her career? <laughs> I would be so curious to know. What if she was super, like a super famous porn star? Maybe I I don't know, and and I know I thought that was funny when you said that. They were like, oh, I totally would have been asking her all these. questions. Oh my god, I would have wanted to know everything about her career. I would be so curious. It's like, so how many stepfathers do you have? <laughs> You know, I mean, I'd want to know. I'd want to know everything. Here's what I can tell you based on what I overheard as part of the conversation. And and we'll keep it brief. But she basically was having this, well, like, well, do your parents approve? And she's like, no, they've all but disowned me. But my mom owns like five of my websites. And so she makes most of the money off of them. She, I have a Mercedes, but it's back in Phoenix. She drives it, and she and she won't ship it back to me in Vegas. And so she's a new porn star, I guess. I she must be at least well enough off to make. You know, one of the websites makes fifty thousand dollars every quarter. I mean, it that's was, not that much. Well, I don't, I don't know, but all I know is that. For 40 minutes, the woman talked her ear off about the career and as discreetly as possible. I will tell you one quick thing that was funny about her, though, is when she as soon as we landed, she gets on the phone like we're not we're taxiing. Right. She gets on the phone. She goes, hi, honey, I just landed. Um, My assistant got the wrong flight. So this is what I need you to do. I had to rush to the airport. I need you to pick up some cigarettes (laughs) and I need you to bring my wake up stuff. Hi, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me my wake up stuff. One of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the Ugly Truth Lip and Clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks, and now back to the Ugly Truth. So the flight was, and on top of everything else, it was incredibly turbulent because it was, there was a bunch of like flash floody storms coming through Vegas and which we will talk about again later. And so we had to fly around them, but there was still a lot of turbulence involved in these clouds. And so it was hardcore. I mean, the the uh, stewardess people were were strapped down to their seats. We all had to stay buckled. You know, it was it was a little scary because, you know, the last time I had really bad turbulence, I was on my way from Chicago to Florida for a cheerleading 
tournament or mm-hmm. a cheerleading competition and we hit some really bad turbulence some of the people actually hit the top of the airplane but i did land it was very hot in vegas humid as well because of all the rain but the hotel was beautiful there was a day concert that we went to and we got to see um i was you know i was trying to think of all of the performers that we saw in a 24-hour period it was pretty extensive. Yeah, we saw, I mean, even inadvertently, we saw Little John, Macklemore during the day. We saw Megan Trainer, who sings the All About the Bass song. Mm-hmm. We saw um, that horrible, smelly-looking boy band, Magic. Why you wanna be so real? You know what? They look like, <laughs> they look like something you pull out of the drain. I mean, mm-hmm. they look smelly and stoned and gross. And he was, like, gyrating, and I'm seeing all these little girls at the bottom of the stage. Ah! And I'm like, oh, God, that that whole area smells. Don't even go there, girls. Bad. He was wearing <laughs> dirty white Toms, and it was disgusting. I'm like, that isn't even a try. And you know what? Even when I was 18, I would have found that disgusting. I would yeah. not want to. I don't like. You can look dirty, but don't truly be that way. He right. looked like a dust bunny. It was gross. The village was interesting because, you know, it's, you know, at, at- at the very least, we got the VIP area, and we were able to just walk up and get drinks and do yes. things. But it was 99 degrees outside. It was ridiculously hot. I said, you know what? Time I to feel go. foolish. <laughs> yeah. I feel foolish, and I hope next year if they do this, they need to take into consideration that this is Vegas in September. This whole area should be shaded. There yeah. should not be any sunlight up here. And we stayed for, like, what, an hour? Yeah, it was a little work-related, too, so... It was very worky. Met a few people, and, of course, it, although this isn't my awkward moment of the week, I felt it was one of my first of many for the 24 hours we were there. We met a, a market president, and we sat down, and he was chit-chatting with us because he... This was his first year coming as well, so they right. were chit-chatting, and he was originally from uh, New York. He was working for another company. And, of course, I immediately say, what would be the first thing that... A spouse or someone that you just met, you know, they say, oh, you were used to work in New York. What would be the first thing that a normal human would ask someone if they chose to ask somebody when they worked in New York? Something like, oh, did you enjoy it? Oh, wow, that must have been exciting. What do I say? Does New York smell like urine? (laughs) And he looked at me. (laughs) Well, it smells like a lot of things. And I'm thinking, why would that be the very first thing that a person would ask a person? Why would I do that? Does everything smell like urine? I don't understand myself. That was an odd question. I feel like when we travel, the ugly, awkward reset should happen hourly. I know. Like, it, it can't be ugly and awkward moment of the week when it's we go of out the of town. Hour. Yeah, exactly, because it's just going to pile up. And it did. Did I embarrass you? No, no, not <laughs> at all. Were you embarrassed when I asked him? That actually may have been the funny thing is that it didn't shock me. <laughs> I know, but he actually choked a bit. He's all, <clears throat> well, well, it smells like a lot of things. <laughs> God, I'm like, then, of course, he's think he says, well, I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and leaves. But we saw him throughout the week. And you know what? He was actually really funny and yeah, very good, nice. Yeah. And I think that... In all honesty, it may have broken the ice a bit to yeah. know that I'm twisted and that you're married to it. And so you must be pretty cool. And so that was nice. That I think it worked out, fortunately, for you. And then, of course, now let me just preface by saying I understand that the way this works, it basically takes over Las Vegas, yes. this whole festival. And so we're at this place, the, the quote unquote, the village, where there's the daytime concert. 
And then really the the most efficient way to get there is to take these shuttle buses that they've set up for everybody who's attending these events. So we got on a really nice bus to get there. And then when we decided it was too hot an hour later, we turned back around and went out. And luckily, our bus for our hotel was already there. Two things. One, you could tell the difference between the people who were staying at the Aria Hotel and the people who were staying at the MGM Hotel. There was a significant difference between the caliber of folk. I did. I God, I wish Paula was here. I wanted to tell her about this, but I was hoping to see some unusually dressed people, and I did. Uh, but the one that stood out to me was, and I don't know what this woman was thinking. I mean, I really don't understand what she was thinking. She was wearing sheer pants that were yellow. <laughs> she was Asian. Okay. Uh, okay. And does that have some kind of bearing on this story? I don't know. Okay. I'm just describing her. All right. I'm just trying to give everybody a visual of what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was wearing a long sleeve shirt in this 100 degree weather with a little tank top underneath and sheer yellow pants. And when I say sheer, I'm talking, I had a pair of sheer pajamas once. They Remember, they it was like a two piece. It was the pants and the top that buttoned up. They were super duper cute. They were sheer, which means what? See-through. See-through, yeah. So she's walking and I'm seeing her in her yellow sheer pants and I'm like, okay, those can't possibly be, she has to have like, there must be like a flesh lining or something like that. And she's walking closer to the bus, not our bus, the MGM bus. Did you get a peek? I got a little peek. No hair. She was completely shaved, obviously, because you would have seen the black patch. And, but I did see the slice coming and going oh you did not i did too and i was surprised that she got away with it because a whole nother level of camel toe that isn't even camel toe that's just exhibitionism i mean i was and she was just she was owning it she was fine with it she didn't even care and i'm thinking did you not know that you could see your snatch through that (laughs) i mean i mean at least she had the wherewithal to shave but still what was she doing? I could totally see you doing that too, walking up to her. It's like, I'm so glad that you shaved today. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I, I got <laughs> Thank you for not sub- Hats yeah, off to sub- you, miss, for shaving your your snatch while you wear Thank your yellow you shirt. Thank you for pants. not showcasing your pubes for us. But <laughs> MGM bus. And yes, then of there's the hippie dippies who probably came from God only knows where, and right. they're wearing, you know, shiny, maxi, ruffly maxi skirts. And and halter tops in which they have no business wearing halter tops with a big umbrella (laughs) because it's hot. And I don't blame her for that. That's that's important. MGM bus. And then your boss was there. A bunch of the bosses. And they start heading towards the bus. and And he said, oh, there's my boss. And I said, oh, great. I have never met her her before, and I look like shit. I mean, I had just got off the plane, and we literally ran from the plane, checked in my stuff, and went straight to the thing. Right. So I had been awake since, well, you know, 8.15, because I chose to sleep instead of get drunk. And so I'm thinking, well, I look like hell. I mean, I just want to, like, freshen up and look good, and, you know, I want to make a good impression. Oh, my God, hi! Oh, God, hello. Yes, this is the frumpy wife. Look at me, sweaty in my wrinkled dress. I was embarrassed. (laughs) I didn't, I was not pleased, but that's okay. Uh, Nothing we could do. That was the day. And then we came home and we fell asleep. We did. (laughs) We came to the hotel and passed out. 
Well, so it was, for me, it was more a preemptive strike because I had already been up before you got there. I was did the whole thing the night before, and so I was pretty tired. But I knew that this next night was going to be long because not only would we have the concert, you know, starting at five thirty, six thirty, whatever, but the VIP after party was supposed to run till five a.m. So <laughs> yeah. we knew we had a very long uh, day slash night ahead of us. I think I've lost count because. Once the once the concert started, I had I showered before we went to the concert and, you know, got all dolled up. And I don't know. And I think Paula and I will probably discuss this in a future episode, but I don't know why I do this, but I always do this. Now, I was very aware of the fact that I don't look like her, but I have what you would consider a Kim Kardashian type body. Very Mm. curvy, big butt, big boobs, tiny waist. However... If I try to dress sexy, it can look like I'm trying way too hard. Like, it can look like I'm every. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. wow, you are really out there. And hello, so you have, cleavage. Hello, everything. And so you have to be really careful when you're wearing something where you want to look, show off your curves, but you don't want to look like Kim Kardashian wear, walking in a, you know, nude colored tight dress. I mean, it's just sometimes you just have to kind of dial it down a bit and especially when you're going to be in front of a bunch of you know clients and bosses and higher ups you know i don't you know i don't want to meet bob Pittman with my big breasts hello you know i didn't want to look ridiculous and so i chose a dress that basically hid my cleavage completely but it i thought when i bought it it showcased my waist a little bit but it was short so it showcased just my legs and i was wearing really high heels and i thought it looked really sexy and um i don't know what do you think yeah, I thought you looked fantastic. Okay, well, the dress I was mean, a little. The dress was too big. What? What do? You, what are you shaking your head for? What are you? What are you hemming and hawing over there? What are you going to well, say? Well, I thought we were going to talk about the shoe choice because I thought the shoes what? were tremendously cool and sexy, but as we would find out later, probably not the best choice. Well, I didn't know. So sure, and that's your fault. So I um, <laughs> I looked really is. good, but the dress was a little too big because as. A lot of our listeners know and Paula knows too is and of course unfortunately you really know I'm I'm constantly trying to reduce and keep it tight and you know keep it tight constantly and so it's I've I've kind of gotten past the plateau so things that I normally would think would be difficult to wear are actually a little too big and so this dress is a little too big and when you are curvy and you wear something that's a little too big and doesn't show off cleavage or anything or your hips really well you can look like a square and I felt like I looked a little like a square but I really didn't have any other options I had to go with what I brought so I had to wear it and I didn't think I looked frumpy it just wasn't my best look and I do this to myself every single time and it really pisses me off and I just hate myself whenever I decide to try something new instead of going with a tried and true when I know how to look good and then I try something different and I did wear really sexy heels they were very comfortable except I didn't intend on walking a freaking mile in them. More than that. <laughs> and so we take off and got to go on a bus again. Yep. Got on the bus. Well, because we were at the RA and the MGM's too far to walk. Well, a cab would have sufficed. But anyway, True. so we get on the bus and we go to the MGM and everybody lights up because we're getting dropped off at the front entrance, which apparently isn't the norm. Because everybody had to hike it. And I'm like, oh, great. So, you know, I get in my cute little outfit, my cute shoes, and I'm walking. And all of a sudden, we're like walking through the entire casino mall. Yep. And 
it's slick. <laughs> so now not only have we walked and gone upstairs and gone downstairs and, you know, I get so pissed that I immediately make a beeline into some store and you're following me around panicking going, what are you looking for? What do you need? What's happening? And I'm like, I need flip flops. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'm going to fall. Into, I love how you went into the candy shop to ask them if they had flip flops. It was the first store that I saw a clue in and I'm a like, clo. they've got to have flip flops in here uh, and on top of it. And let's not forget, I hadn't eaten at all because yeah. I was up late packing, I didn't eat dinner, and then fell asleep late, woke up late, didn't even get to have coffee. I mean, I was operating on <laughs> zero reserves. You had peanuts on the plane. I had peanuts and a, and a little bit of a ginger ale, but they came by and made, made me throw it away immediately because of the turbulence. Right. So by the time we get to the Hello Kitty store, I'm having anxiety and I'm getting ready to cry because I'm hungry. I'm not tired, but I'm slipping everywhere. I'm wearing like five inch heels. Yeah, you were frustrated. Sure. And I was frustrated. Yeah, Yeah, I was frustrated. And so, and you're holding my hand and and that makes me mad because I'm not a child and I don't want to have to hold your hand so I can't, so I don't fall, which is exactly what was happening. And there was just people everywhere. You know, what was I thinking? You know, it's so Vegas finally, and the biggest event of the year. Yeah, it Pack. was huge. And so finally, you're panicking because we run into a client who's in trouble with tickets. So you have to yeah. help him out a little bit, you know, and he was they were so nice. What was it? Was it Ubisoft? Yes. So yes. nice people. The best people ever. Mm-hmm. So you're starting to like now you're grabbing my arm, not arm, but you're grabbing my hand and starting to drag me because you're like, we got to go. We got to go. And I'm like, Stop. If I don't get something to eat, I'm going to die. We have to do. I can't take this any longer. I'm turning and I'm looking at Greek yogurt places. I'm looking at, you know, crappy hot dog on a stick places at this point. I just need some kind of sustenance. Sure. And so that's when we went to that little pub, which was fine. Yeah. And I had, I think, three cups of coffee. Yeah, (laughs) we did. We had coffee. That's right. Dying. Oh, and that's when we met. Oh, and this was really funny. We were at this pub eating dinner. And there's this incredibly obnoxious man sitting at the bar, hammered. I mean, really, really just shitty. And he's repeating, what did he say? He kept saying, fuck her in the bright, the pussy. He must have said it like eight times. (laughs) Loud. Loudly. And I mean, I wasn't offended because I feel sorry for people who are that drunk sometimes. Yeah. He ended up being a VIP at the concert. He did? Yeah, I told you. I didn't see him. I told you. See? And you even acknowledged it. You just couldn't hear me. And you were just shaking your head. I was yes. just nodding my head because, because my you ears didn't want to get into I... it. I knew it. I was like, oh, my God. Fucker in the pussy is here. And you're like, oh, uh-huh, yeah. Like I'm speaking another language. Yeah. Later. Honey, later. No problem. It's like I'm speaking Japanese. You're like, yes, yes. Uh-huh. That's exactly it. <laughs> Fool. Wasn't the first time. Won't be the last. So we get into the concert. You know, I finally go to sit because my feet are killing me. Right. And you go and you're working. Yeah. And so, I mean, I saw, but while you were working, I saw um, Ed Sheeran, Macklemore came back out. Who else did I see while you were gone? There was so many acts that second night. I guess. Yeah, there was. But the best acts of the night for me was Weezer. Weezer was great. They were amazing. They rocked it. And, you know, it was a little sentimental because they were big when I was younger and they were super great. I thought Eric Church sucked ass. Yeah, you know Sorry, what? Sorry, Eric Church you know, fans. He was terrible. I think he performed okay, but I bored. just, I, I don't get it. I, I was bored to seemed, death. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not He was not nearly as dynamic as um, 
Well, the night before was, I mean, in the country vein, Zach Brown, obviously, Taylor Swift, if you count her as country. And then in years past, we've had Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, and Eric Church was neither one of those. So. Iggy, Iggy Azalea was oh, she awesome. Was, she was good. Megan Trainer came out again. She yeah. came over, which was nice. Little John, 50 Cent. Was really fun, actually. I really enjoyed that train kicked ass. He brought his whole Gunnet unit out. Gunnet. I even said, I go, is that Gunnet? I thought it was. It, I, and then I was like, is that Drake? I didn't even know. It wasn't was, Drake. It was not Drake. And we do, it was all we do know that it's G unit. That was Jessica Simpson's line. We don't right. mess with Jessica Simpson's treasures. Gunnet. I, li- I love Jessica Simpson's treasures. I know you do. Who doesn't? <laughs> So then your boss came, brought us back to the VIP section, which I thought was really nice. Well, you could have always gone, but they got me. You guys got me in, which was really nice. Yeah. The one thing that did happen is they did have some celebrities introducing some of the acts. And I was really excited because I am a huge Big Bang Theory fan. So when Johnny Galecki, who plays Leonard introduced Weezer, I was like in heaven. I was like, oh my God, that's so awesome. But I'm thinking, okay, totally going to meet him. Got to meet mm-hmm. him. I know he'll be around. Then Chris Pratt from Guardians of the Galaxy came out and introduced Eric Church. And he really tried hard to sell him. And it yeah. just did not work. Um, he was there. Sophia Bush, who she and you found out, she's the girl that I use as my hairstyling. She's your muse in the hair She department. is my muse. Every time she it pops up, she's... The one, because we really actually have, our hair is a lot alike, and so when she does changes up to it, I always show it to my hairdresser and say, can you do this? Absolutely, and it's done. And actually, if you saw pictures of her, my hair looks almost exactly like hers right now. It really does. Which is funny. So actually, she she copies me. Right. Just don't tell anybody. I mean. Don't tell anybody. She sees pictures on the Ugly Truth Facebook page, and she's like, oh, do my hair like that. I don't post that many pictures because I don't like to be seen. We know this. Yes, I I don't take good photos. As can be confirmed by your clear channel photo guy who took a picture of us and you said I looked like Violet from Willy Wonka and the okay, Chocolate Factory. We super have to clarify that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I you do. Preface that very, very clearly that we were both purple like mm-hmm. her, not round and being rolled around on the ground by Oompa Loompas like her. You're turning violet, Violet. <laughs> I was wearing a navy blue dress, though. That's why when you said, well, you look like Violet from... And I'm like, excuse me? Oh, no, you did not, because I said it way in advance. You chatted it with me. You didn't even... You chatted it. You don't even know. know. You don't even know what I was doing when you said that. (laughs) I was like, hold up, Before I even said the word Violet, Violet? I said, not going to win. Not going to win. Don't even try. You better. Pre- you had to preface it very. You must have typed your little fingers off to verify that that's not what you meant. But no. But no. You had to go with Violet Beauregard. Well, because he didn't use a flash, and there was a lot of the whole theme of the room was purple lit. So anyway, <laughs> back to your Johnny Glecky Leonard story, please. Yeah. So he did end up. In, in, this is the disappointing part, and Paula's going to slay me for this when she when she gets back on the show is that Johnny Galecki was in the VIP section with us, mm-hmm. but he had a handler, and he was basically unavailable to people completely. Yeah, He went to the bar with his handler. Well, some people. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> I was standing next to him. You weren't. And so he's getting, like, I don't know, rum and coke or whatever, and he makes a mention about this gentleman, this very tall brother, who is wearing a white and red striped shirt. And he said, oh, there's Waldo. And Dar- He was not a brother. 
If if I if you're saying brother in the way that I think you are. He was too black. No, he was not. I have a picture of him. He was not. What was he? He was just a big white guy. He was white? Yep. Man, that those lights were purple. Yes. <laughs> because I thought he was black. Okay. So Wait, Leonard... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do my best, Paula. Daryl, cut that part out, please. <laughs> and when I say cut it out, I don't mean put it on ugly cuts. Yeah, it, it might end up on ugly cuts. <laughs> That's not even racist. You know what? You two have to get over yourself. There are other people in this country who are not white, and we are allowed to say what they are. They are black and Asian and whatever. The role of Paula today will be played by producer Dub. God, no kidding. You guys are so sensitive. So So anyway, Daryl leans in. Did you just call him Waldo? And he's like, yes, I did. (laughs) I spoke to Leonard. (sighs) You didn't. You didn't give me a chance. <laughs> we shared a moment, he and I. Well, he looked in my face. Of course he did. Until he saw the wedding ring. And then he's like, oh, damn it. Yes. No, that that didn't happen at all. You wouldn't need a pass for Leonard, would you? Nah. Yeah, I didn't I mean, so. he's ruggedly handsome. So we're standing there talking to some pretty important clients. And they're very nice, by the way. Wonderful clients. And I didn't embarrass anybody, although I will say, and I don't know why I do this. <laughs> I know what this is. Somehow, we got on a very personal subject, and I in, I didn't interrogate him, but I, I started, you know, I do this thing where I shoot out question after question really fast, and then they feel compelled to answer me mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't know why. And somehow I got him to admit that he's had hair replacement surgery and that he's had some injections. And then he completely ratted out his wife that she's had the full done, full deal on her face. Oh, jeez! Everything. Facelift, everything. And I said, wow, you can't even tell. It looks really great. He goes, oh, thanks. And I so I started showing him the line on my forehead that I'm really self-conscious about. And he said, oh, yeah, that would be just an injection. That would be so easy. And I'm like, oh, so you can see it? He goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, thank you for being an honest person. Finally. <laughs> Finally, someone who's willing to admit that they see the line on my forehead. Hey, God. he has no chance whatsoever of needing to have and wanting to have sex with you. So he can tell you exactly <laughs> what he needs to tell you. So you lie. No, That's I just what you're saying. fail to elaborate. You lie to me. Then, if does is it un, is it unattractive? Do no, I need to have an? It's not do I need to have it filled? No, absolutely not. And and I never said it wasn't there. I just you know it's what? not. What? You're lying again. Oh, You're lying right now because you think you want to have sex with me. <laughs> I can't believe a word that comes out of your face anymore. What have you done? You're telling me this man is being honest and that you're not honest with me because you want to have sex. This is what our whole relationship is based on. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we've got this out now after this many years. Fabulous. Fabulous. If you would take better care of your skin, you wouldn't have anus eyes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be real. If we're, if we're going to be honest. You know what we should do as a version 2.0? You write down some bugs, I'll write down some bugs. If you write down anything, <laughs> you might as well pack it up and go. I'm perfect. I know. I'm absolutely perfect. Speaking so, of perfect, what? I seem to recall a certain episode in Vegas that was very princess diva like okay listen what i was sick of the buses we had to walk a mile through that god forsaken casino to get to our transportation on the other side of the building Mm -hmm. which is like a city block 
it must have been at least midnight, it right? Was after, the concert didn't end until after midnight. It, so was, it was late. After and yeah. so there we are funneling out with hundreds of other people and there are the buses. Mm-hmm. And I have decided that I'm I'm done. <laughs> I mean, would you like to continue the story? No, I. You go ahead. No, you do it. I I, I okay, fine. So we get out, and unlike on the way there, where we were obviously just getting off the bus, by the time we get to the buses, now not only are there only a couple of buses, but now there's a lengthy line. So we <laughs> we had already walked forever, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and then we step outside. And, uh, of course, I'm like, well, we'll just have to kind of wait. And you said something to the effect of? I saw the line, and I began to sigh loudly. And I said, I don't belong with this cattle anymore. I'm done. I'm done with the bus. Okay, so this was not done, shall we say, discreetly (laughs) or quietly in any way, shape, or form. We were completely surrounded by people. Yes, and we were. Said, and she said that very loudly. It was uncomfortable. Well, tough. I was over it. I was over it. And then the smart people were walking toward all of the limos that were parked along the side, knowing very well that people like me were sick of the bus and didn't want to get loaded up like a bunch of school-aged children to get sent off to wherever going the long way apparently because it took forever to get there and back so what do i do i start heading towards the limos i'm like let's just get a car what is your trip oh that's right it's too expensive at the time it seemed ridiculous i agreed with your bus issue but at the time it seemed ridiculous for the two of us because we had no one else with us to share this cost with not extremely practical to walk up to a limo driver and go, can you drive us three blocks for $150? It wasn't, okay, you it know what? It was absolutely Listen, going to be over 100 bucks. Every time you retell your reasoning, you up the price of the limo. It was it never was under 100 then it was, it was 100 then it was 110 and now it's 150 You're making that up? I am absolutely not. I never not. said under $100. Okay. Not one pr- time. Your girl did not want to get on that goddamn bus. I understand that. I understand. So. I am worth $150. Absolutely. But I was like, fine. And then you made the foolish suggestion that we just walk. And I said, okay. Walk to get a cab, not walk all the way back. And no cabs were stopping, as we could tell by all the other foolish people who were running into the street trying to flag cabs down. They weren't getting them because nobody was stopping. So then I'm already in deep trouble for those no, of you listening. Let's, let's not let's not act like you weren't like trying to make a stand though. I mean, you were mad at me. You're like, yeah. I, I was not mad at you. I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous to oh, pay a hundred plus. I was being plus. ridiculous. You were being ridiculous. So <laughs> we keep we walk and we hadn't walked that far at this point. Maybe maybe half a block, and we were really just trying to get to a street corner to, you know, hail a cab, do something, and it just wasn't happening, and we get up to the crosswalk, and pouring down rain, rain, thunderstorm, drops, and it's not like a, hey, it sprinkles a little bit, and we have time to get to some covering. It's it's jungle rain. Jungle rain, exactly. So there's a parking garage across the street from us. So we run across the street yes, and get I'm under the parking garage. Standing but at in this the parking point, garage in my bare feet in Vegas. Wet. 
<laughs> Wet and cat. I'm like, all right, well, clearly now there's no going back. <laughs> clearly it's, I have to solve this issue. You do. So what do we end up doing? Traipsing through the MGM Grand because we still haven't gotten that far. So we go downstairs and we catch the other side of the MGM and we go through the parking garage and ultimately we walk through the MGM and we get to the part where the cab line is. Now now we're out in front of the actual physical hotel and there, of course, is a massive line for the cabs. For cabs. I was standing there and I'm going, okay, I have got to figure out a way for us to get back to the Aria without having to wait in this hour long ride for a cab because there's no way I can bear listening to what's coming my way for the next hour plus to get a cab. Well, we would have missed the whole after party. Right. So, and that was the other thing we were trying to get back for the after party at Hayes nightclub. So I'm up near the front and, and the guy, they have the, the bell guys are calling, you know, getting people in cabs and doing all that kind of stuff. And the guy, I'm up near the front and the guy looks at me and I've got my three, I think, VIP badges on still, my lanyard badges on. And he kind of looks down and sees them and he goes, right this way. And so they have a hotel car mm-hmm. standing by. And so we get into the town car. 48 bucks. Well, what do you done. know? And uh, it worked out very nicely for, I got you very got lucky. You got very lucky. <laughs> so to speak. I got very lucky because that, that could have been an evening killer. The Ugly Truth mobile app is now available for Droid and Apple users. Of course, the episodes are always free and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Having the Ugly Truth app not only helps support the show, you'll also get extra content like our Ugly Cuts. The Ugly Truth mobile app is just $3.99. That's a one-time fee, not a subscription. To get more info and download the links, visit UglyTruth.com app. And thanks for helping out. Now, let's get back to the uglies. We finally get back to the Aria, and now I'm wet, and my hair's a mess, and my, I can't even say the word, the bottom of my legs are filthy, so I need to shower. So I have to go shower and clean myself again and get, you know, decent for this after party. Can I tell a quick, quick story? Because there's one quick scene when we're walking, and you've given up the shoes, we're in the MGM, and we're walking, there's... It goes from carpet to tile to carpet to tile. And at one point, you stepped in something wet and I, in bare feet. And I thought you were going to absolutely lose it. And the only thing that kept you from losing it was this insane desire to get out of the situation we were in. Immediately. God. So anyway, please continue. But I just remembered that. Head to the after party to this club. And we're VIP. And... It is jam-packed. I mean, it is wall-to-wall people. And now for the whole evening, I've been asking for champagne. <laughs> yes. And no one has any. And I'm thinking, this is Vegas. There should be champagne everywhere. And luckily, iHeart knows how to do it right. They had they had good champagne, and they had a shit ton of it. They did. Within 15 minutes of us pulling, you know, getting into that club, I had a glass of cold champagne. I was like, this is how I roll. Finally, mm-hmm. finally, I'm in my place. We walk by. All the tables are for VIPs. And there's Johnny Galecki. Now, I think we missed Sophia Bush 
and um, I, and Chris Pratt and his wife Anna Ferris, they were all there. But I think they got there early and took off because we got there like at one. I mean, it was late. Who was the dude? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon was DJ. He DJed uh, yeah. until two, and it was really good. He was super was great. great. He he's actually very small in person. I was he's a very small person, but you know most Hollywood people are. And he's closer to our age, so he was playing stuff we knew as opposed to the. EDM stuff that everybody else in Vegas plays. I, the one thing I will say is Johnny Galecki. I know I'm going back to that, but I didn't get a chance to say it. I'm standing next to you and I'm saying, God, first of all, he's taller than I thought, which is nice. He, I mean, he's taller than me, which was, you know, fantastic because he looks so short on TV and he's incredibly handsome. I mean, he's really good looking. And what's funny is I'm talking to you like I would talk to a friend. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, God, he's so good looking. I should go over there. Do you think I should go over there? And uh. you're like, yes, because you have options. <laughs> I forgot I'm married. Oops. Oh, well, no, maybe you're right. I won't. But yeah. he wasn't really available. And the thing with VIP in general is they don't want fans surrounding them. They're there That's to be. That's why they're in the VIP. Yeah, yeah exactly. they're there to not have that issue. And so it's, a, it's like the safe zone when you were a kid playing tag. <laughs> it really is. So you really can't go up there and be like, oh, my God. Hi, I totally love you. And Roseanne. I mean, you can't do that. So. Oh, well, but it was nice to see him. He was hanging around some douchebags, but the girls that he was ha- had in his table at the club were very normal looking. I was quite surprised. I expected him to want, you know, the teeny tiny skinny starving bitches of Hollywood, but they were actually average normal looking women. I mean, they were young, but they were not teeny tiny starlets. It was very refreshing to see that he actually has... A scope of women that he find maybe it was his sister or something I don't know but I mean <laughs> it, if it wasn't you know it was nice to see that it well, was a if normal it wasn't girl ho it had to be a sister well you never know so but we had a really good time it was great meeting all the big wigs from iHeartMedia I yes. we got to meet a bunch of the monkey mucks which was really super fun and um, aside from the and I don't know who they were uh, practically fornicating next to us um, that couple that got really yeah. super drunk. And your boss came over there, and your boss's husband was like watching it the whole time. <laughs> He's just and she's sitting like, there, practically like next to them. Why is my He's husband watching there. porn? And I said that. I said to her, I said, "Why is your husband watching porn right now?" And she was laughing and making fun of how he was dancing while seated. And, and then, then um, <laughs> and then, and then proceeded to notice how bad the uh, the goings on were on the on the couch there, and the because we were in the VIP tables, and she got up and ran over there and she said, "No!" She practically <laughs> threw water on them like they were dogs. No, no, don't do that here. No, nasty, bad. Spray them like a cat. <laughs> it was really funny. So, yeah. and then the flight home was fabulous. I mean, we I think we got into our room at like three thirty. No, yeah. it was really that was like three. Uh. Well, I think I know we didn't leave the party until after three, so yeah, we probably got so there maybe after okay. Three. Let me put it to you this way: although we didn't go to sleep right away, the last time I looked at the clock, it said four oh nine. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever happened after that, I have no idea how long that was, but it was awesome <laughs> and it was really great. Yeah. Epic, epic sex. But other than that, but <laughs> it was because it was Vegas and the champagne and Nick Cannon and, and we were Johnny Galecki. First floor and it was everything. The, yeah, it was awesome. It was just awesome. So then we flew home and we're, I mean, we're barely recovered after a week. I mean, it was a really fun weekend. My voice was shot for a My good voice? four or five days after, and, and you can't hear. Get, yeah, I just. So 
there you have it in a nutshell. And I'm sure that um, we will revisit uh, Paula and I at some point will revisit the Vegas trip because she'll have questions now that she hears this. She'll be like, wait a minute. What are you saying? You're telling me that Nick Cannon was 10 feet away and you didn't go over there. What the fuck is wrong with you? I told you (laughs) she demanded some celebrity interaction and I failed. So we'll see what happens with that. And that is that. So let's move on now. Paula is uh, uninterested and could give two craps about sports. She makes that very clear. And I'm actually a big fan of sports. Now, obviously, you're a boy and you know sports way better than I do. And I'm I'm not a superficial sports fan. I'm a I am a hardcore football fan. Raiders. It's one of the things I love about you that you very you follow along very nicely and, and you know your sports. I do. I mean, I don't know everything, but I know enough to not look dumb. But the UFC was this weekend UFC 178 and I batted my eyes and you ordered it for me because we didn't have a party or anything because your boyfriend was on it oh cowboy Cerrone yes he was and he did very very well yeah and I have to tell you last night's UFC I think opened up the field to a bunch of new stars of the UFC I I have a new favorite Conor McGregor oh he is the shit everyone Conor McGregor, Google it, know it. He is the man. Never heard of the guy because he's like the ninth or tenth ranked guy in his weight class. He was up against number five, who I did know. Dustin Poirier? Yeah, and he talked all kinds of Irish crap. And, you know, it was back and forth. And he said, I'm going to knock him out in the first round. And one minute and 46 seconds in, he hit him in the back of the ear and it was over. It was a fantastic display. And he yeah. is very precise. He knows his body. And then, of course, Cerrone comes out. And this this poor dude, he's brand new to the UFC. First fight into the UFC and they give him Cerrone. And, you know, Cerrone was slow. But by the end, he was dominating. And this guy, he had been kicked so many times in the leg. He, he almost gave up. He, he couldn't tapped. even walk. He, yeah. he was going to tap because of his leg. He couldn't stand. His left leg looked twice the size of his right leg it because was it was so welted. It was yeah. awful. So yeah. I really think that this card is going to bust open some new names that nobody even knew about. And then the Very big one, cool. Dominic Cruz, is, is back after a three-year hiatus. And he looked amazingly good. And I think... If I read it right, I watched a little bit of the presser after the event. I think that Dillashaw is his next challenge. I think he's getting a a shot at the title. And he looks fantastic. I'm so looking forward to that. He'll go up against the Alpha Male team, which is from here in Sacramento. Alpha Fail, as he says. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, let's move on to the NFL. It is Sunday. Um, I can't even look at my fantasy football lineup right now because (laughs) it's just so piss poor. I I have Peyton Manning, and that is all. Everybody yeah. else sucks. I don't know what is going on, but I'm going to be the first person in this fantasy football league to have a high number one ranked player and not win. I mean, it's just bullshit. I hate fantasy football. It gives yeah, me anxiety. It's, it's been rough the first few weeks. And the Raiders fucking suck. And I love them so much. And I don't know what to do. It's like having a bad dog. It's like, what do I do with you? I can't put you down. I love you. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I hate it. It's like fire the fucking defensive coach. Please, someone in the land of NFL, somebody, fire him. He's horrible. There is a good story in sports, though. What? The Giants. Baseball. 
it's official now. We uh, play Pittsburgh in a one-game playoff, and whoever yep. wins goes on to the next round. So, Well, here's hoping. You know what? It'd be really cool to see them claw their way, like I said, to claw their way into the series. It'd be awesome. I mean, they could do it. I mean, anybody can do it. It's... Hey, you got to make the dance. You have to be at the dance yeah. to have a shot, and they are. So that's yeah. all I care about. Well, that means uh, there will be a lot of uh, baseball going on in our home on Wednesday. And a lot of yelling, come on, that was safe, that's a foul, that was a strike. More than usual. You're a big yeller <laughs> when it at comes certain to things. Times. You even yelled at our child's football game. <laughs> it's the midgets, which is one below freshman football. And right. my daughter, our daughter, cheers for that team. And um, I don't know if you've noticed, but she's really into the football players this year. Oh, Have I've noticed. noticed. Absolutely. Every day. Well, I was talking to some of the football players today, and they oh, were telling God. me who we were playing. Yeah. Very girly. She's yeah. upping the makeup and the hair, which mm. I approve of, because nobody likes a boring-looking girl. <sighs> She's doing more than the lip and clip every day, and I totally love it. I am all in. Nah, so nah, glad. Nah, 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 I'm not listening to you. So, do you have an ugly and awkward moment of the week? Nope. Okay. Well, I do. Of course you do. I'm sure Paula has several. In fact, when we uh, were discussing her uh, taking a, a little bit of a break from the show, she actually has two or three in the hopper already. <laughs> so when she comes back. And that conversation was a couple of days ago. So that yeah, so number she, could have doubled. When she comes now. back, we may just have an ugly and awkward moment. Show. Show. Because <laughs> there'll be so many. Um, but mine actually refers back to our uh, little spat about getting a car for me in Vegas. And l- um. let me add that I was dropping the hint about getting me a car weeks before we went to Vegas. I was Thanks to your hairdresser. I was Thanks expecting a car would squire us about everywhere i didn't you got think a car that, at the airport I didn't there was think... someone waiting for you with a sign at the airport when you got when you got there okay so you your your serial killer chicken scratch on the back of a napkin <laughs> or whatever that was with my name with a big heart over the eye is not what i was expecting i was expecting the man in a tuxedo with the ipad with my name on it and a beautiful town car to take me to the Aria to begin my weekend so, of luxury. But so no. your, your husband cabbing all the way to the airport waiting for you amongst the other drivers, albeit not in a very driver-like uniform, and uh, showing you and picking you up, that was not, that was not okay? <laughs> so here's my ugly and awkward moment of the week. So we finally get a car to take us to the hotel after the whole bus meltdown. And I'm thrilled. So I get into the car. And, you know, those town cars are they have that super slick, shiny leather so it's it's really plush, but it's super slick. Like you can kind of slide around in it quite a bit. Have you ever noticed that in the back of cars if they've been used a lot? The yeah, leather. Yeah, I actually injured myself pretty badly in a limo once, so I know. Yeah, you I know did. What you're you cut yourself. About. So I get in, and I'm so relieved to get in because it's still kind of raining. And so I get in, and I slide all the way across, and slid so fast that I whacked my head on this overhead it was it was actually attached to it was above the passenger door on the left so i came in and i hit my like the top of my forehead 
and it hurt really bad. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I conked it. But I'm thinking to myself in the back of this lovely car as my head is throbbing, as we are headed towards the Aria, that no good deed goes unpunished. I can't be a diva princess without there being some kind of, you know... Karma. I can't just simply gracefully well there's no way that anybody gracefully exits or enters a car especially something where you're supposed to be elegant leaving it so when i slid in and whacked my head super hard i thought you know what i would say this is what i get for throwing a fit about wanting to get on that goddamn bus again but if he had just said you know what we're in vegas we never go to vegas i'm gonna go ahead and spend the money to walk five feet to that car over there for you. And then I wouldn't have hit my head. But I did. So, wait a minute. And I, you know, slipped and hit my head in the car. <sighs> Are you inferring that your ugly and awkward moment is my fault? Absolutely. Oh, to the ground. <laughs> to the ground. I don't it think we fault. agreed to that on the outline. I think. Uh, I didn't tell you. Uh, I didn't tell you. But I was just thinking to myself, you know what? There's just. There's just no way I can just simply enjoy a little snippet of luxury without making a complete ass of myself. Because I'm pretty sure that driver saw me whack my head or at the very least heard it happen because it was loud. And I'm thinking, (laughs) God, and it's still a little sore. In fact, when we were in the hotel, I said, you know, I hit my head in that car and I had to, I said, am I bleeding? I mean, it hurt really bad. Yeah, you you had a little bit of a swell. Deep inside, you're thinking, you so deserve that. That is what you get. Now that you're blaming me for it, I'm considering it. Mm -hmm. So that was it. How much money did you win? I lost 65 cents. No, I lost 35 cents because you put... I'm blaming you for this as well. (laughs) Of course you are. We're on our way out to the hotel. Neither of us did any gambling because we were so busy. And so you put in a $10 bill for me to play these slot machines. And I didn't realize it was a penny slot, which I absolutely hate. And so... You're standing there going, oh, no, but you can make it a five cent slot if you want. And you keep punching the button over and over again. I'm like, why are you doing that? Stop it. Just let me push the button, for God's sake. Push the button. So when all was said and done, I was actually doing really well. And then you push the button and I lost. Oh, you were doing really well? Yeah, I had won like 300 nickels, remember? (laughs) 300 pennies. No, it was nickels. It was pennies at that point. Oh, God. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, you, you when we were all done, you redeemed a ticket at the little for ATM 65 for 65 cents. <laughs> so I lost 30... Like a nine, $9.35. I lost a lost. Lot, of, lot of money. I know, it was a lot. So anyway, that's that. Yep. You don't have any awkward moment? Well, your awkward moment is that you failed My to listen to your wife. My awkward moment was really when it was started raining. I think that's when it, mm-hmm. when it really became an ugly and awkward moment. Was, I thought was for sure I you was... were going to look up in the sky and go, I get it! <laughs> I will spoil her, all right? God! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, please tell me lightning strikes are not next. Well, it, sh- it could have spanked you in the butt anyway yeah. to remind you. You know, when your wife, when this wife specifically says, do this because she's a spoiled brat. You must do it, and all will be well. And she'll get her comeuppance. I always do. Nothing is ever without its, you know, just reward. You know, if I get this car, she'll probably hit her head. And I did, see? (laughs) 
and it worked out for everyone. It did. <laughs> the end. It was a great time, though. It was. We I did mean, have fun. It was. It was short. It was short lived, and and I think uh, next year we would probably go for the whole time, but uh, we'll see how that goes. It was great. We had a good time. We did very much. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Ugly Truth, episode eighty-two. We hope you enjoyed the little switch up. Uh, hopefully Paula will be back next week. If not, you will have to uh, deal with Daryl producer dub again as our guest. Really? If not, I might bring in somebody else. I, I don't was going to say, you probably want to bring in I somebody else. I might bring else. in another guest. I may <laughs> use this time to uh, try my interviewing skills. We'll see. Yeah. So thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, hopefully you don't think I'm a complete and total wacko. Although you guys are probably wondering, how are you married to that? How is Daryl married to you? I don't know. You ask him. He He's insane. Yeah. I don't get it. Any any thoughts? Any suggestions as to why you're married to me? <laughs> uh, I think it's it's not boring. How's that? Well, that is true. Yes. It isn't boring. Yeah. But I love you. I love you. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with the uglies, see what I did there? Then follow them on Twitter at The Ugly Truth. Friend them at Facebook.com slash Ugly Truth or leave comments on our shows at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.